Satellite. Transmitting. Broadcasting live. Broadcasting live. From Coast FM HQ in Gosford. Across Australia and around the world. Home to the world's biggest stars. Stars. Hello, my darlings. My name is Ray and I am on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, this is Dean Lewis and I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Hey, what's going on? We're Loud Luxury. Hey, I'm Mabel. And we're hanging out with Brandon Atkins. This is Ava Max. Hey, it's Joel Corey. And right now I'm on air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. And the hottest hits at night. This is Ariana Grande. The Weeknd. This is ATB. Hey, it's Joel Corey. My name is Ray. This is the On Air with Brendan Atkins show. It's my time to shine, girls. And I come marching out on the stage. Oh, it's brilliant. It's all about me. All about me. Spotlight here, please. (laughs) Emergency alert. Please. Stand by. Right about now, we're ready to count it down. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two. Live on air. On air. Evening, everyone. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. I know my mum had a great weekend, be Mother's Day and all. She won $18 on the old scratchies. Mind you, I only paid 11 bucks for them, so... Money well spent in some regard. I uh, I was trawling through Facebook on Saturday and I was reminded of something that happened six years ago. Blew my mind. This is what happened six years ago. This is On Air with Brandon Atkins. Brandon Atkins. The On Air light is active. Now. Here we go, a brand new radio show for the Central Coast. This is On Air with Brandon Atkins. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Welcome. Yes. Six years since the On Air with Brandon Atkins show launched. Unbelievable. Time flies when you're having fun on the radio. Six years. Wow. It feels like, honestly, it feels like maybe two years I've been doing this show. Unbelievable. Well, no, it's uh, another jam-packed show tonight. We're like episode 195, 96, fast approaching 200 episodes. So that's exciting. But anyways, as I said, big show tonight. Uh, Aussie musicians Caitlin Shadbolt and Vetta Bourne phoning through today. They've got new tracks respectively. So we'll chat to them. We'll play the new tracks. It's going to be an absolute hoot. Um, What else is tonight? Oh, Big Brother. That's like the most talked about show at the moment. Mitchell booted off last night. He'll be phoning through next, actually, yeah? We'll get him on next? All right, great. Well, look, let's get the weekend. Ariana Grande on air now. Save your tears here at Coast FM, and we'll chat to Mitch next, get all the lowdown and juicy goss of what happened in the Big Brother house. This is Big Brother. All right, he's our new favourite bird watcher, Mitch Spencer from Big Brother. Australia fell in love with him and unfortunately booted off the show last night, which, you know, caught me by surprise. Uh, We've got Mitch on the phone now to dissect it all. How are you, Mitch? Yeah, not too bad, guys. How's it going? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, look, I was I was dumbfounded and shocked when you left Big Brother last night. Uh, how, how, yeah, did you, how did you feel being booted from the house? Um, I was absolutely um, shattered. Mm. Uh, I, you know, we, we were eating rations in there, and uh, I got to my hotel room after I got evicted, and I ordered some Uber Eats, and I couldn't even eat that. I was uh, oh, didn't wow. even have my appetite. That's how shattered I was. Really? I got wow. completely blindsided. Got completely blindsided, and um, 
it, it had everything to do with those two um, ladies that got evicted and then put back in the show. Mm. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it didn't uh, work in any of my alliance's favour. Well, you know, me watching it, and I think Australia would feel the same way too, watching, you know, obviously SJ and Mary get evicted from the house, SJ in particular, I thought oh, I could... I, all of Australia were cheering, especially after the recent sort of shopping bungle where she decided to shop primarily for herself and not on, not the other housemates. We're like, yes, SJ's yeah. gone. Love it. And then practically through Big Brother threw them both a bone. And I thought, well, this, is, this isn't this really fair. Yeah, why, 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 them? Why, yeah. why do they get thrown a bone? Yeah, it's, it's completely pointless, the game now, isn't it? Mm. Like, the game is you screw up. You dig yourself a grave, you get put in the grave, and then Big Brother scooped him out of that grave and then gave him a big breakfast up in the attic <laughs> while we're eating their tofu down in the house. Unbelievable. Honestly, unbelievable. Yeah, did, I know. Did you... I know. Did I did you, did, well, go on, go on. What are you going to say? Yeah, I did I did everything right in the house, mate. Like, mm. I, I played the game well. I was an honest bloke. I was, an, I, I was a loyal bloke. I did everything right, and then out of nowhere, boom, completely blindsided, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it, it was completely unfair. And I have to ask, when you were lifted onto the caged crane when Nick decided to put you up there, did you think that was the right move by Nick to put you up there? Or should have SJL yeah, so, got up there? Um, I, I, I just got word that I was nominated, so I was still so, trying to process that. Right. Um, yeah, I was sort of like on autopilot mode. And me and Nick discussed it. He said he was going to put me up there and um, I could have actually had a chance to tell Nick no. Mm. But um, from what Nick said made completely sense to me because we had no idea that Sid and Christina had jumped to the other alliance. We right. had no idea. So, so, so Nick literally thought I was safe and to put me up in the cage so he could sort things out with SJ and Sid and um, try and get their votes, you know? But they had no idea that they were aligned. Mm, that's just, wow, mm. completely blindsided. And Yeah, you know, and it, we'll Nick, Nick regretted it straight away. He, he regretted it instantly. And, like, he, we, we talk a lot, me and Nick, and he said, yeah, that was one of the biggest regrets ever because um, yeah. our, our alliance crumbled after that. Well, yeah, I mean, it's. I hope it's not the beginning of the end because, you know, it's. we don't want to see this alliance end. We don't want the other team to, you know rage triumphantly but I'm, I have to ask it must hurt twice as much for you knowing that Christina had moved over to the other alliance and you, you swooned her over with a lovely you know um, lovely dinner in the cave and then she you know, stabbed you in the back and said no nah, get him out yeah like, she did stab me in the back and the one thing I that, that I hated about that whole date situation is Katie planted the seed in my head for the date. I don't know if you watched in a previous episode. Mm. Asked me if I liked Christina. A lot of other housemates told me I should just go for it. So I was like, all right, I'll just go for it. Um, and um, so in the date, they've actually edited it to make it me look like all I was talking about on the date was birds and platypus, which did not happen at all. <laughs> the date went for three hours and I made sure that the date was all about her. Yeah. I, I said in the diary room previously that I was going to make it all about her. The one question where she asked me about birds and platypus facts, that's the bit they put in there and they made it look super awkward. Mm. I think and the I reasoning but the, th the reasoning behind that is, because me and Christina did have quite a nice relationship in the house, mm. um, the reasoning behind that is, is because there is an intruder coming into the house named Brenton. And, um, yeah, you've seen from the previews um, that her and Brenton actually do end up hooking up. So mm. that's probably why they're trying to 
They're trying to make it look like I was just a stupid little like thing that was never going to happen. Right, yeah. right. Well, that's quite mm. that's quite the turn because I mean, with reality TV, like with the old Big Brother, it was practically filmed in real time, and by real time, you see the last twenty four hours. This was obviously filmed, yeah. you know, months in advance. And sometimes with TV yeah. shows, and I've said this to like Married at First Sight contestants and whatnot, the producers have their own agenda and they want to edit to the way yeah. they feel they yeah. want it. And unfortunately, yeah. you were so, the butt of that yeah. joke. So one of the things is also is um, they made me look like it's sort of a bit of a weak player when mm. I wasn't at all. I actually um, did make a lot of big calls. Like um, a few times in the in the uh, eviction room, I was actually calling SJ out on her BS mm. um, in front of everyone, in front of Sonia. And they edited, edited all of that out because mm. they wanted to keep me as a nice platypus guy. That's what the <laughs> producers wanted to keep me as. I was in the, in the diary room constantly talking about what I was doing and what my plan was and all, all of this, but they kept all of that out. No, unbelievable. So, yeah, it sort of sort of made me look like a bit of a weak player when, when I wasn't at all. Do you have regrets? You know? Do you have regrets about going on Big Brother now or are you still glad that you've done this sort of experience? Oh, 100%. I am so thankful that I was able to get onto the show. Like, I wouldn't ch- trade that to the world. Like, mm. I, I can't believe I got picked out of, what, like 60,000 applicants or something like that. Crazy. So that, makes, that still makes me feel a, a, a bit special that um, I'm an interesting bloke, apparently, enough to get onto a show. <laughs> so, Well, you know, yeah. it's it's not every day we come across a, a fascinating bird watcher like yourself. And I think a lot of people fell in love with you, Mitch, because, you know, you, you're unique in your own right. You're, you're down to earth. You're a bit of a, a bit of a larrikin. And I think you really yeah. resonated with people. And that's why people like Australia are a bit blindsided by last night's result. Yeah, exactly. I know. And it just sucks that I got backstabbed so hard by two people that I'd built such a huge relationship with in the house. Mm. Sid and Christina were the ones I was closest with. Yeah. And um yeah, they did yeah, they got completely blindsided me, which sucks. Have you it really um, does suck. Have you uh kept in contact with Christina since the show or that, br- I, that I have, I have, but I think that I think that most of the messages are just fake, you know. Um mm. <laughs> like I know, I know what she's up to, so it's it's all good. Like, um, like I know, I've I've heard about the whole like I don't care that she got with an intruder after I left, like or whatever. But um, it's just uh, I don't, I just don't like. I don't like it when people aren't open books. They don't give you straight up answers about things and like this that they sh- apparently her excuse for for voting me out was. Or Mitchell won't be able to handle this show. It against it goes against all his morals, and wow. she literally doesn't know that much about me because I was on the show to play. Like yeah. I was there playing the game. She was just trying to um, draw the attention away that she dogged me. So I don't. Yeah, that's why I aligned myself with Danny, Nick, and Mel because they're open books. They're yep. good people. Yep. They're entertaining people. I love those guys. Like I talk to them all the time. Oh, it's nice that you keep in contact with them. Yeah. Oh, well, look, mate, look, honestly, we're a bit upset that you've been left the Big Brother house, but, you know, we, we still love you. We're still going to... Hopefully, you start, like, a YouTube channel or do daily vlogs on bird watching. and Australia, we'll get around nah. all the, the kingfishers yeah. and the kookaburras and whatnot. Yeah, and, and one more thing. Um, I didn't actually have a, um, a crush on Christina. I actually had a crush on SJ, and I tried to organise the date with Big Brother with SJ, but they said, no, go for Christina. Oh, why, why? Hold on, let's let's backtrack a bit. So why did you want to do it with SJ? Because I had a massive crush on her. Is that right? 
Yeah. And, and so, then they put me on a date with Christina. Wow. So the producers and Big Brother have set that up with Christina, have they? Yeah, they have. Yeah, 100%. Wow. wow. Well, look, honestly, this is, this is this is probably one of the most explosive interviews I've ever done with a real, uh, with a you know, a contestant from a TV show. So, well, I'm still I'm still reeling from the information you're giving me, Mitch. I can't believe this. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right. Well, it was nice chatting with you. Nice chatting with you too, Mitch. All the best, mate. Thank you so much. What just happened? Did he just say he had a crush on SJ? Or am I just imagining that? No, you said that? <laughs> wow, my mind is blown. That is one of the most bizarre interviews I've ever done. <laughs> That's great. Well, Big Brother continues tonight, 7.30 on Channel 7. Stick around. Next, Aussie artist Veta Bourne will be zooming into the show. She's got a brand new song out called Kissing Strangers, which will get on air now here at Coast FM. You're listening to the On Air with Brandon Atkins show for your Monday night. Showers tomorrow, tops of 19 degrees around the central coast. Yeah, it's so. 24 past six here at Coast FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins show, live around the country for your Monday night. If you like showers around the central coast tomorrow, tops of 20 degrees. Veta Bourne's here, everyone. Home to the world's biggest stars. The biggest stars. I'm super stoked to have her zoom into the show now. Veta Bourne, that was her brand new track, Kissing Strangers, which you just played. Hello, Veta, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm wishing for the sun to come back. But oh, I'm good. You and me both. You and me both. Like, it feels like, I don't know, like we're already in the middle of May and it felt like summer was yesterday. Like, what, what, mm-hmm. what's going on at the moment? Actually, I don't think I have any perspective of time anymore. <laughs> it just goes so quickly. I don't know what month it is anymore. <laughs> well, it is May uh, and then you'll go to sleep tonight and I guarantee you, you'll probably wake up in October or November. That's just how far the year passes. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what I'm expecting. <laughs> hey, look, I've got to get you on because, you know, this this song, Kissing Strangers, it is an absolute mood. It's an absolute vibe. Talk to me. What What is this about? Uh, it's about heartbreak. I know it sounds all happy and dancey, but it definitely is about heartbreak and making the right decisions for yourself and just knowing that you and a partner have different lives and you need to accept that. <laughs> wow because uh, uh, yeah I, I, as soon as i heard the song i was like oh this is a jam this is very you know i can yeah. get this at the club this is a happy song yeah here's my dad. <laughs> and they're telling me oh it's about heartbreak and like you know devastation and whatnot i mean mm-hmm. what, what what's with the spin to make it such a super hooky super funky song like where did that come from with such with such you know with, with the story of being sad i mean it's a bittersweet feeling i would say it's more of like that that happy realization that like you still want this person to do well, but you're you're still sad that you've broken up. Hmm. Is this? I mean, is this a regular thing that's happened to you in the past? <laughs> it's definitely not regular. <laughs> I think this is the first song of its kind that I've written. Yeah. Wow. Do you find yourself always like you know going down the pathway of wanting to write about heartbreak, like Taylor Swift? You know, every every relationship she has it happens to be about someone and about heartbreak or. Do you find yourself wanting to write about songs about like other experiences, like happy experiences that you've endured in your life? I honestly usually write about happy experiences. I barely write about sad things, but when I do, they just, I don't know, it's, it's something different that it excites me. 
just the lyrics just able just to flow nicely onto a piece. Yeah, yeah. I just have a lot of feelings. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, and, look, to coincide with this, you know, beautifully delicious track, uh, you've got an EP on the way too, which comes out May 21st. Amelia, I hope I pronounced mm-hmm. that right. Yeah, that's um, good. How exciting. How, this, is, this, is, this is amazing. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to put it out, especially because I've been sitting on it for a long time. I I wrote them maybe like a year ago and to finally have those songs out is a really crazy feeling. And I'm assuming obviously the pandemic, you know, sort of put a sort of a pause on releasing this EP. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, what what kind of sort of struggles or, or, or like sort of challenges have you managed to endure and overcome in making sure this EP is released? Because you get, you get a lot of musicians here on the show, which you know are kind of in the same boat as you. They want to release music and they want to release an EP or an album or go on tour. And you know this pandemic's just gotten in the way. So how yeah. have you managed to sort of push through the challenges? I mean, honestly, I've just kept on writing (laughs) even though those songs take a while to come out there's always going to be more songs to release after that so I've just kept myself busy with other things and writing for myself and writing for other people as well yeah I love that and what what, what can we expect off this EP how many tracks are they they all happy songs or they're more sad songs to endure (laughs) I would call them wholesome (laughs) <laughs> I love that. We'll make the middle wholesome. I love that. Yeah. There are five wholesome songs in the EP. I love that. You must be really proud that this is, you know, finally getting released. Yeah, I'm definitely, definitely really proud of them. And I know, I know this. Uh, a lot of people might know you in a previous incarnation as uh, Maribel, and mm-hmm. then you've gone down this uh, you know, this alleyway of Veta Born. Uh, what's with the rebrand of, of your musical career? How did, that, how did that come about? Yeah, I just felt really stuck as a Maribel. I've been making music as Maribel since I was like 13, 14 years old and I just felt like I wasn't really being my true self anymore. Yeah. I think I, I got pushed in a lot of different directions and I got really confused. So starting fresh as Veta Born kind of gave me a whole new perspective on myself and helped me learn more about myself and see myself more clearly and the things that I want as well. That's brilliant. So it was a good change. I like this, you know, you've managed to have some time to reflect. I think it's really important, excuse me, I think it's really important as an artist or whoever you are, whatever profession, to actually take time out of what you do just to reflect, you know, critique yourself, see what you're doing right, see what you're doing not right, how you can change that. And I love how you've just, you've come out of this, you know, in, in the way that you are, you, with, as Veta Born, you've you come out with a really punchy track, you've got this EP, like, you, you, you come out guns blazing. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, I know myself a lot better, so the music has become a lot better, in yeah. my opinion. Do you, have you found yourself maybe sort of straying away from what Maribel did musically and going down a sort of a, a semi or completely different genre of music? Because we had this chick Raria on, um, what, three or four weeks ago, and she was doing like house EDM music. She's now doing sort of real poppy music, completely mm-hmm. rebranded her musical career. Is there, is there, is there much of a difference between Veta Born and Maribel? I actually wouldn't say it's that different. The only thing I would say is that the Veta Born project is Maribel elevated. Like it's just a better, clearer version of Maribel. It's not too far away from the music that I was making before. It's just a bit more authentic. I love that. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. What can we we expect from you musically in 2021? Is there another EP on the way later in the year? You're going to take some time to relax, put your feet up? What's the deal? 
No, there'll definitely be another EP coming at the end of the year or early next year. But I've been writing. There's so much music to put out. So that's definitely going to keep on coming. That's brilliant. Well, look, the new EP, it's out May 21st. Amelia, um, pre-order it now. Get your ears around it uh, when it's released, I think, what, next Friday? Wow, that's so quick. That's like yeah. around the corner. See, I told you, you'll lose track of time. It'll be right next <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to be, I'm just going to blink and it'll be out. <laughs> Better born. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you. Loving the track Kissing Strangers. All the best for the EP. Thank you so much for having me. Coast FM 963. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen. This is Rihanna. This is Calvin Harris. Kim Kardashian West. Get all the top trending celeb guys. Hey, it's Taylor Swift. The E3. Matt Damon has surprised guests at a charity event in Brisbane over the weekend where he made a very generous donation. So the US blockbuster star, he's currently in Oz filming Thor alongside Chris Hemsworth. He's been holidaying around some eastern uh, coast towns of late. Uh, he and his wife spent the last few days in the Queensland capital where they attended an event for domestic violence charity, Safe Haven. Uh, it's been deleted now, but on Reddit, this uh, user revealed that the Jason Bourne actor donated $10,000 during the luncheon, uh, which is absolutely brilliant. But, so yeah, the post has been taken down. But, yeah, how fantastic is that? Uh, in news that came in today, fans of Australian entertainment legend Burt Newton were stunned to learn that the 82-year-old had his leg amputated over the weekend. The amputation was a life-or-death decision for the quadruple gold Logie winner, who's endured quite a few health complications over recent years, including a, a triple heart bypass back in 2012. So, yeah, but speedy recoveries to Burt Newton and love to the family there. And the number one story for this Monday night, the Kid Leroy and Miley Cyrus performed their collaborative version of Without You on SNL over the weekend. Um, appearing on the program on Saturday, Cyrus and Leroy took to the SNL stage with a full band comprised of three guitarists, a bassist, keyboard player and drummer. Uh, it was an absolutely brilliant rendition of the new song which has been out for a few weeks now so head to YouTube and uh, check it out where you can stick around Caitlin Shadbolt will be coming up very soon to premiere her new track Oxygen let's do Joel Corey and Ray now with Bed here at Coast FM's On Air with Brandon Atkins show happy Monday night love that one from Rita Ora it's called Bang Bang put your hands up broadcasting live Broadcasting live. Live from our Gosford studios. On air. You're on air with Brandon Atkins. A money expert has revealed details on how to identify if the old $5 note is worth a small fortune. Commerce teacher and TikTok user Joel Kadnar posted a video on the social media platform in recent days showing to viewers tips on how to tell if the rare Australian banknote is valuable. Apparently it comes down to two things. One, it needs to have the Stevens-Fraser signature combination. And also, this serial number needs to start with BA15. Well, that's easy to remember. Brandon Atkins. Depending on the condition, it is worth between $100 and $1,750. Unbelievable. Since uploading the video to TikTok, the video has received more than 17,000 likes in one day. Actually, I would have my wallet here tonight. Let's, let's uh, get the old wallet out. See if I've got a $5 note in here. No, used it at the petrol station today. Got a $10 note, but that doesn't count. Well, there you go. Did some homework for you guys tonight. Check the $5 note. See if it starts with a BA15. You could be sitting on a small fortune, some would say.
All right, let's get uh, the new one from Caitlin Shadbolt now. It's called Oxygen. We're premiering it here at Coast FM. I caught up with her last week on Zoom. I'll play that chat for you next here at Coast FM. It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Showers tomorrow, tops of 19 or 20 degrees across the region. I'm holding you the Central Coast and around the world. You got something, think I want it. On Air with Brandon Atkins. Yeah. Not only here at the On Air with Brandon Atkins show, we play the music, we also get to know the music makers, and I'm so excited to have Caitlin Shadbolt zoom into the show now to chat about Oxygen. Hi, Caitlin. How are you? I'm well, thank you. How you doing? So good, so good. i tell you what else is so good. Oxygen. Absolutely love it. Talk to me, Caitlin. What is this track about? Because it is, like, I think it's a brilliant tune. So I want to know, like, the deeper meaning behind this track. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the thing that I love about this song is that you can kind of interpret it whichever way you like. So Mm. it kind of started out just that I simply love the word oxygen and then we thought we could write it um, on the basis of sort of a a relationship that might be a little bit toxic, but kind of, you know, both needing each other like you need oxygen. As I kind of wrote the song, I also thought, um, and if you might have seen the film clip, that oxygen can very much also be about yourself and the internal conversations you have with yourself and kind of like the angel and the devil on your shoulder and, and, um, and yeah, just, just that constant conversation you have with yourself and, and you do need yourself like you need oxygen. So yeah. I just think it's, it's a really brilliant tune, like, you know, very lyrically. I, I just, there's just so much, there's so much emotion behind the song and, you know, and that's, I think that's what sort of drew me personally into the song. Just, just your, your way with words, Caitlin, you, you've, you've got a way to sort of, you know, hook an audience and I love that about you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I actually did really enjoy writing this song as well because um, I could take it a little bit more down the pop realm and, and twist my words a little bit more and get a bit more yeah. stuff like that rather than... Um, you know, the, the typical um, kind of country lyrics I, yeah, could, could explore a little bit more. Yeah, I love that. Hey, I want to talk about the Oxygen video clip. Uh, do you kind of take matters into your own hands when kind of, you know, wanting to paint the story of the song into video form? Or are you like one of the artists that are kind of like open to, you know, opinions and, and whatnot? And, you know, ha- that's how you craft the video clip from there. Yeah, I mean, a bit of both. Like normally with film clips, I have this idea in my head and I tell the director and then they just make it come to life. But this time around uh, was my second time working with Fabric Films here on the Sunshine Coast. And Walker, the director, I kind of just gave him this song and went, you know what, you just do whatever you think will will suit. Um, And then, yeah, he came up with this concept and I was like, that is so weird. I love it. (laughs) And um, yeah, I mean, pretty much the only kind of description I had for him was to make it a bit whack that was kind of it um so yeah he did he did just that and we we originally had the storyline to be um kind of the the person in the astronaut suit to be yeah um a, a man so that we would both reunite and you know oh yeah we're all better but um he, we last minute switched it and was like what if when you take the helmet off it's it's you and I guess that kind of is the play on words with that internal conversation you have with yourself and I love um, that yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. And you know what? It just it blew my mind because, like, I would, I would, you know, when I'm you know, reading, you know, listening to the track and then here we are having a little chit-chat on the radio here, I'm thinking, oh, this this name, Caitlin Shadbolt, it just sounds, sounds very familiar. Like, it's 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 almost like, in a good way, haunted me for, like, years. And it just, it's just clicked. You're on X Factor. Like, it just, it just, 
I can't even believe that. Like, how long yeah. ago was that? That feels like a lifetime ago now. It was 2014. So oh my God. I don't really even know what the math is. Seven, eight years, something like that. Yeah, so, no, that was, I was in year 12 that year. So yeah, about seven years. There you go. Yeah. There you yeah. go. Crazy. How, how, do you, how do you sort of, what's what I'm trying to say here? How do you sort of have seen your career progress since X Factor? Do you think that, because you saw, you know, I, I like watch The Voice and X Factor and, you know, you see people singing up there and then, you know, they have this one hit wonder and then they're down at Centrelink getting job seeker, you know? Whereas, mm. I feel like for you, you know, you've kept yourself relevant. You're still making music, People, you're out there, people know who you are. So how important has that sort of transition been from, you know, being on the stage with celebrity judges singing to Australian, you've got like this full-fledged career now. Yeah, I feel really fortunate that my time on X Factor was a really positive one. And so, I mean, I made it to the top five and then I was essentially just Brilliant. left to my own devices and I could do what I wanted. And in hindsight, honestly, that was the best thing because then I kind of walked into um, ABC and said, hi, you know, and <laughs> managed to get this, you know, this great deal and work with great people. And um, I feel like I've progressed, you know, in a way that I think any 18 year old would progress because I was only yeah. on the show and there's only so much you can know. And I feel like I've become such a better songwriter and, and musician in general. Um, and also I'm just still working out what the heck I even, you know, want to do with my life in a, in a sense. <laughs> Um, so I feel like, yeah, it's, it's all just a journey, but I, I'm really lucky that I've, yeah, I've managed to kind of plant my feet on the ground in this kind of country industry and, and play a whole bunch of major festivals and tour with some awesome artists and, and yeah, release a bunch of music. I love that you're so humble and, you know, you're so, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're so self, you're so selfless, you know, and I really, and that's, I really admire that about you, Caitlin. What's the plan? for 2021 this year? More music, you're going on the road, uh, what's the deal with you? Yeah, a bit of everything, because last year was just so weird. It was kind of like, let's just forget about this year. Um, yep. So yeah, this year I am going back on the road, which is great. I've got some shows coming Fantastic. in. Fantastic. Um, this month particularly, I've got quite a few shows. So, you know, if you want tickets, go to my website. But, um, and then I'm also just going to be doing a whole bunch more songwriting and because uh, I released an album last year. So yep. this is really just kind of, uh, reevaluating and, and writing some more songs and, and seeing what I come up with. Well, look, Caitlin Shadbolt's Oxygen, it's available now to buy and stream. It is a brilliant track. Make sure you get your ears around it. Caitlin, so good to chat with you, albeit in front of cockatoos and you know, lorikeets and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Holding on to Three minutes to seven. This is Coast FM 963. It's the On Air with Brandon Atkins show. Chase Zera, Bring Me Down. That brings us to the end of the show for tonight. If you missed anything, make sure you podcast us. Just search On Air with Brandon Atkins. Lime Juice with Lena is back next Monday, but don't panic. The On Air with Brandon Atkins show is back on Friday with the latest of Vic D from Big Brother. Also, that chick you just heard there, Chase Zera. Also, join me it's going to be an absolute hoot in the meantime homebrew is next playing nothing but the best in australian music for the next two hours it's going to be an absolute hoot have yourselves a great week and i'll chat to you friday good night